welcome back to Us Down Under. I'm Kira. And I'm Megan. And we're two girls that quit their jobs and moved to Australia. So, wait, Megan, speak into the microphone. <laughs> I'm, like, putting it towards you. Here we go again. Um, so, week two here. Uh, mm-hmm. We are working out some kinks in our recording. I'm hopefully sounding better this week as we have fixed my microphone. Hopefully. Um, this is not the first time we have recorded the <laughs> podcast this week. So we've had a pretty big week. We're going to go into it in a little, but I would just like to say that uh, we've recorded in some interesting Mm -hmm. places, including a bus stop last night. Yeah, we tried to record in a mall, (laughs) and then there was music that was too loud, so we left. So please bear with us. We are working it out slowly but surely. We're hopefully getting better each week. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Yeah, and it's just with us. It's hard. If nothing, we're dedicated because <laughs> that is true. It started raining last night. And we were outside recording it. We're like running, running with the microphones, and laptops, the laptops in hand, sprinting. Yeah, I think so. I hopefully we're okay. But um, please bear with us. So Megan, we've had a huge week, like we just said. Yeah. So I think the last time we recorded, we were in Sydney. We were leaving yeah. there. That seems like a long time ago. It seems like a lifetime ago, which is what backpacking can do to you. Yeah, it takes years off your life. So, Kira, why don't you start off by telling us what we did this week, telling everyone that's listening. Okay, so we went from Sydney to Byron Bay, to the Gold Coast, to Brisbane for hot sec, to Noosa, to Rainbow Beach, to Fraser Island, back to Rainbow Beach, and now we're in Airlie Beach. And we're still kicking. (laughs) (laughs) We're somehow still alive, still have our backpacks, and we don't, we don't hate each other yet which is yeah. also nice um if you're just joining us for the first time um our plan right now is to travel for about five weeks we're at week two and a half almost three mm-hmm. we have about two and a half more weeks to go mm-hmm. and then we are going to be settled in melbourne hopefully settled um, yeah so backpacking so far has been quite an interesting experience yeah it um, has it's definitely been tough um Speaking, uh, I mean, it's been, I feel like people are going to roll their eyes when I say it's been tough. I know that we have it very good right now. Just carrying the backpack and living out of a backpack is annoying. Speaking of our backpacks, we have a winner for our backpack names. Um, Thank you everyone who thought of names for our backpacks. We were really, really entertained and laughing a lot at those interesting, funny, creative names you guys gave us. Um, Megan, do you want to say who our winner is? Um, our winner is Connor Whelan, so thank you very much. Um, our, my it's back- not nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> we really dislike the names of Connor. Yeah, gave us. so a um, little backstory. All right, so the names are going to be uh, Sid and Mel. Yeah, so Connor thought of Sid and Mel. Um, Kira's going to be Sid. To be explained, too, because a lot of people were like, hmm, what does that mean? I was like, okay, <laughs> Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to be Sid because I kind of fell in love with Sydney more and- than you did, I think. I think so. And I'm going to be Mel because I think that I'm going to love Melbourne a lot. But High expectations for Melbourne. Yeah, exactly. But also, since we've been here, there's been a huge fight between where are you moving, Sydney or Melbourne? Yeah, we talked and about that last podcast, I think. Yeah, and yeah. it's still going. People have very strong opinions. Yes, but now that we've left Sydney, we have heard a lot more positive things about Melbourne, thank God, because we got a little nervous there for a second. Yeah, so... Cheers to our new backpacks. Yeah, Sid and Mel. Um, although we kind of hate them, but they're there for us <laughs> through and through. Um, so maybe we had a huge week. So where was your favorite spot or what's been your favorite spot this week? 
All right, so right now we're recording from Airly Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, we just got here today. We just got here. We took a 17-hour mm. bus ride and then got ourselves a cocktail real fast yeah. because we needed it. <laughs> a lot of people are like, why didn't you fly? And the, it just uh, kind of doesn't really make sense to fly because you have to go backwards to fly here. So we'll talk more about um, each place in a minute. But we had to go to Rainbow Beach to get to Fraser Island because it's an island, like, you take a ferry from there. So in order to fly, you need to go back down, like, three hours south, or no, six Six hours hours to to go to Brisbane. Another hour. It's just basically there's no easy way to get here. So we decided to do the complicated way and a 17-hour overnight bus last night. But, you know, it really wasn't horrible. It just kind of felt like... We both got run over by a bus mm-hmm. <laughs> this morning. Yeah, and we figured because we could do the whole flight here, and we didn't complain about that that much, it really wasn't that bad, that we could do a bus ride again. And we both studied abroad in Europe, where we did a lot of bus rides like that. So, I don't know. We survived. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But so, right now, as of today, I think one of my favorite spots um, is Noosa. Mm-hmm. It's a cute little town. Um, kind of reminds me of, like, a Hamptons vibe. You could get, like, really nice drinks and uh, food on the water and just go right out to the beach. It was um, really quiet, calm. It was just really relaxing. Um, what's your favorite spot been so far, Kira? I was going to say Noosa, too, and I don't want to sound repetitive. But I loved it. I love it here as well. It's a very cool, like, beachy vibe here. Um, and everyone's kind of down to go out more than they were in the other spots. Um, so Megan and I are sipping wine and getting ready to go out after podcast. And we would like to say that we have made some friends oh, now. Oh yeah, we made friends. <laughs> and they are not They're 50 not years 50. old. So yeah. cheers to us because we have improved since our mm-hmm. last podcast. Okay, so let's go through our week a little bit. Um, so we started in Byron Bay. Byron Bay is a really, uh, also in a really cute beach town. If you've been following our um, Instagrams, you've been seeing that we're at different beaches basically every, every day. other day. Um, we've been traveling every other day or every two days and, um, every beach is kind of worth it. It's not like, oh, another beach. Like it's actually pretty different and pretty beautiful, um, everywhere we've gone. And Byron Bay is where the Hemsworths were recently. And Liam was mending his broken heart from Miley. So we were kind of looking out for him. Didn't find him. Yeah. Um, so Byron Bay, in my opinion, was really interesting because we were leaving the city. We left New York City. We flew to Sydney. We left Sydney, and then we went to Byron Bay, and it was so relaxing Mm -hmm. and calm that it was hard to almost relax because we were in that go, go, go vibe Yeah, that you had to, like, take a deep breath and just enjoy the calmness. So it was hard to get into it. Now that I've been a few weeks into backpacking, I could easily go back and just, like, oh, when I'm there. (laughs) Like, it'd be amazing to go back there. So, like, definitely on my list to go back. Um, we did some pretty cool things. We rode bikes there. We saw, we did a lighthouse walk. Um, once again, Australians are very active and right. we are out of shape. So we have learned that. Yeah. And I, I know, I'm just even thinking about how calm it was. I just remembered like, even though it seems like a long time ago, remember when we went to go watch the rugby game there and it was just like so chill and like very, very calm. And like, again, only people in their fifties there were like, what is going on here? Yeah. We struggled with it. Yeah, we but did. But now we'd be great at it. Cause we'd I be know. like, this is so nice and calm. We might actually have friends there now. Yeah. Um, and at Byron Bay was our first hostel experience. Oh my God. <laughs> we were very good to ourselves in Sydney and got an Airbnb. And, um, 
Megan and I had a bit, uh, a hard time adjusting to the hostel life at first, not just because we're a little bit um, diva-ish, but just hostel life is very much like freshman year of college in that um, you're meeting a lot of people and you really have to get out of your comfort zone there because it's kind of awkward small talk like, oh, where are you from? And you're sharing a room together. And, um, but the, the conversation is more like, where are you traveling from? Like, are you going up or down? Because people are going up the East Coast or down the East Coast. And then there's language barriers. So it's like, yeah, it was really awkward small talk. And I think we were just very awkward in the beginning. because I, I don't first, know what was with us. Yeah, it was our first hostel. But also, uh, a lot of people we were meeting at that point were not 50 years old. They were 18. Yeah. So there's a big, big difference. difference there. And then we get into our room. We're still awkward as could be. And I'm looking at the bed that's occupied, and there's nail clothing all over there. So I'm like, Kira, what kind of room did we rent here? Turns out I love how she asks me because I booked everything. (laughs) True. (laughs) But uh, we rented a mixed hostel room. So we had a 28 year old. Sort of strong. What? I just wanted to start us off really <laughs> out of our comfort zone there. Exactly. So we shared a room with a 28-year-old German guy who ended up being very nice, yeah. but we were just kind of like, what the hell did we get ourselves into? Mm-hmm. It was fine, though. It was funny. Yeah, and the hostel itself was really nice. We could see the water from our room. We had like a little balcony. Beautiful. I don't think we realized how nice it was. Our first two hostels were actually really cool. And we talked to people that were like, oh, these are the nicest hostels we've ever been to. And I'm like, all right, now we're screwed for yeah. the rest of the trip. <laughs> Um, but we've become less awkward. Um, we've started going out a little bit more. We were a little bit grandma-ish there yeah. for a bit. Um, so I would like to go to, back to all these spots. Just because we were only there for one or two days anyway, there's, like, so much more to see. The other thing is that you're taking advantage of the day. You're doing so much, seeing so many things. So by the time, like, 7, 8 o'clock hits, you are exhausted and you just want to go to bed. Justifying <laughs> us being grandmas. <laughs> it is true, though. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to do this, so... Um, but after Byron Bay... Again, Bay, people are rolling their eyes and we keep saying it's hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry to everyone about that. <laughs> so after uh, Byron Bay, um, we decided to go to... We rented a car. Yeah. We rented a car. Which was the best decision we yeah. ever made. Um, that was a very spontaneous decision as well. Um, we were kind of playing a lot by ear on this trip. Besides like knowing what cities we were going to, we didn't know how we were going to get to each because we figured people would help us on the way or like, oh, you should do this, take this bus, take this boat. Um, so we decided to rent a car, which was scary because they drive on the left side here and I've never driven on the left side. Megan, you haven't either. No. So that was um, a bit intimidating, but they do drive automatic cars, so we could rent one. So we said, screw it, we'll rent one, we'll be able to see some things on the way. Um, do you want to talk about your theory, Meg, with <laughs> renting cars? So I think that every couple should rent a car in a country that drives on the opposite side of the road before they get married because it will test your relationship. And if you can get through that, you can get through anything, <laughs> basically. <laughs> so you were saying it wasn't smooth sailing for us at first. Kira was hugging the left side of the road because, you know, you're used to driving on that side in America, so it was kind of hard. And I, I understand. Didn't even realize I was but I thought I like had to close my eyes at some <laughs> point because I was like, the, like, the ha- this side of the car is going to get taken out and it's yeah. me that's going to die. <laughs> and I didn't believe her until I started getting honked at. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> you're right. Then like 10 You're minutes- like, you're veering. <laughs> 
10 minutes into driving, Kira starts complaining that Australians are horrible drivers. And I'm just like over here, like, we've been in the car 10 minutes and we have no idea what we're doing. Yeah, but so. they're going too slow. Um, but my biggest challenge, I thought it was actually easier than I, I mean, I mean, Megan said I didn't do that well. No, but she did great in the end. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I was too much of a, I couldn't do it. Yeah, so I, Megan had been drive. on, like, we put her on the insurance and she still didn't I drive. I didn't do so it. So she's all talk over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, the biggest adjustment for me was that um, the windshield wipers and the indicators <laughs> are switched. So whenever I would go to turn, I would turn the windshield wipers on. I had the car for three days. I I don't know how. Did it for three days straight. It was like turning right. Windshield <laughs> wipers. Yeah. I don't know how we didn't get like fined for like scratches on the windshield from the windshield wipers. Well, just you wait. We might get an email just yet. Yeah. Um, but renting a car was great because it was it allowed us to see a lot more on our trip. Um, we didn't actually stay in Brisbane, but we drove through it, and it was another cool city that I would like to go back to. Um, and we also went to see koalas and kangaroos, which was the coolest thing ever. So uh, we were able to feed kangaroos, hang out with them. Um, it was called the Lone Pine Koala Sanctuary. And you literally go into a field with just like 50 kangaroos hopping around. Yeah. So. And this was totally Kira's thing. She loved the koalas. So she got to loved it. Uh, hold the koala. She got a cute picture with the koala. She fed some kangaroos. I went out of my comfort zone and also fed some kangaroos which was pretty big for me because I'm scared of all animals yeah but you were like my mom when it came to the koalas because I was on the line for the koalas so excited Megan's like I'm gonna go get coffee <laughs> She's like you're not done yet <laughs> yeah but so definitely the car was a great idea because we got to see that we wouldn't have been able to go to there if we didn't have the car I mean mm -hmm. we probably could have worked out a bus schedule but just timing wise we had such little time to do it yeah and that's we, annoying yeah but so also we ended up going to uh, the Gold Coast mm -hmm. and that was an interesting experience because we didn't love it there. A lot of yeah. our friends have studied abroad there in the past, um, but now after traveling a little bit at this point, we kind of are starting to see what we like and what we don't yeah. like. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Orlando, Florida. It was very like Florida. It so was almost like too similar to America that I was like, Yeah, and where I think am I? people from Europe... <laughs> And Australia like that about it. Like, oh, it's cool the way that is. And we're just used to it. And it, I don't know. It just, it was a city on the water, which was really cool. But no. It yeah. had Ripley's Believe It or Not. It had SeaWorld. It had Hard Rock Cafe. Just not for us. It wasn't for us. Um, but one thing I did get to do there, which I've been dying to do, was to go whale watching. Mm. And that was an amazing experience. Um, we actually took like a ferry ride out. That was the choppiest ferry I've ever taken in oh, my yeah. life. And we, <laughs> we get on this ferry. It's all families, young kids. Well, first of all, <laughs> Megan reverted back to a child when we were going on this ferry. I've never seen someone more excited. We thought we couldn't get on it because people at the hostel didn't know what they were doing and they just like couldn't book us in. And like Megan's shoulders like actually slumped down <laughs> and she found out like we couldn't go. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> then I'm thinking like, I mean, I'd like to go, but whatever. So then I go and lay out the pool and Megan like runs up. She's like, we're going. I figured it out on my own. Like, let's go right now. Like I was like, okay, okay. So good thing we had the car again. We were able to drive to whale watching. Then we're like waiting for... The whale watching it was literally rolls reversed. I was getting the coffee this time, and Megan like runs up to me, and this is a true story with a lollipop saying, "Can you buy this for me?" <laughs> I was like, "How old are you?" Just... Yeah, 
It was the highlight of my life, though, to be honest. Um, So we get on this boat. It's so choppy, and people start getting seasick. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking in the back of my head, I'm a nurse, but I don't want to help anyone. (laughs) No one on that boat knew she was a nurse. (laughs) Yeah, which is the beauty of this trip, because I don't have to actually do my role. Like, I mean, honestly, if someone was very ill or, like, in danger, I would have stepped in. But I just didn't feel like dealing with vomit. So, yeah. It was just like, and then the funnier part was that the kids were running wild, and you see Kira, like, trying to hold back from screaming at them, like, the teacher in her is coming out, but she can't do anything, and I'm like, you're on vacation, just relax. So We're always a nurse and an educator, no matter where we go. We can't get rid of it, it's just in the back of us. (laughs) But whale watching was really cool, because the whales came, like, right up to the boat and everything, um, and we saw so many. Yeah, a lot of humpback whales. It's their mating season, so they're going up the coast. They're having their babies, and then they're heading back to Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, the boat, uh, like the boat, at one point started rocking, and I, it, I didn't realize until the end that that was the whales going under us. So they were like playing games with us. It was very cool. And um, there's a lot of regulations, though. Like we have to stay like 300 meters yeah, or, 300 or 100 meters, meters away yeah. from them. So like. It's funny how, like, the whales have to come up to us. We can't go to the whales, mm-hmm. but we saw a lot, and that was really cool. So definitely highlight of my trip so far. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was really, really cool. And then we saw more whales later on in our trip. Um, yeah. Seen a lot of marine life. So after the Gold Coast... Oh, no, we actually... We were grandmas at the Gold Coast, too, because yeah. we went to a bar crawl and left early. Yes. <laughs> and then we were made fun of it later on when someone yeah, from we that got bar called crawl saw hard. us in a different city. The cool thing about backpacking is you're seeing a lot of the same people in um, the different cities because people are going to the same areas as you. So we saw this one guy and in like three cities later, I yeah. think. And but he recognized us. He recognized us. us and, he, and we were like, we're fine, we're fine. We, that just came up in conversation. We were just shouting that randomly. And he was like, you guys are not fun. You left at the second bar. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, it was student night. And again, people study abroad in Gold Coast. So everyone was like 19 and 20. Like, no. We didn't need to be a part of that. We can't be a part of this. So we left that early. Drove to Noosa the next day. That was Megan's favorite place. Noosa was beautiful. Um, They have this cafe. They have a street called Hastings Street with a a bunch of cafes and bars on it. And we really wish we could be there longer. I'd love to go back there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, That's when we had to hand the car back in. Yeah. That was sad times. Yeah. And then we ended up going, taking a bus to Rainbow Beach, mm-hmm. and that was a stopping point to get to Fraser Island, Yeah, which um, is basically, you can, we had to do that with the tour group, because you ride in vehicles, and you can only get there by ferry, and you have to drive 4 by 4s on Fraser Island, so that was why we ended up in Rainbow Beach. Yeah, but Rainbow Beach, I wouldn't, like, say, go to Rainbow Beach, unless you're going to Fraser Island, you're like, there's no point. There's no point. There. But it's kind of a nothing town. Um, why don't you talk about what happened when we started to check in at Rainbow Beach at that hostel? How the bus showed up with 60. oh sixty American kids. I say kids because again, they were, college, they were study in abroad, college. Um, really aging ourselves here. But that wasn't exciting for us because we want to meet like different people. But anyway, it ended up being hilarious. We go to the bar that night, and um, there's 60 American people, and I'm in the bathroom, and these four girls are, like, from, like, Bergen County. I'm like, this is not cool. <laughs> the town next to us yeah. at home. And um, they're so drunk. And 
um, it was the night before my birthday, so I was, like, feeling it, like, getting really excited, too, and they just said something to me, like, about how old I am, and I was, like, I'm a lot older than you, and they're, like, wait, but, like, I'm 20, like, you're not 20, I was, like, this is a compliment, (laughs) anyway, one of them was, like, like, near tears, are your, all your friends at Oktoberfest, too, I was, like, all right, so these girls were all upset because their friends studying abroad in Europe were at Oktoberfest, and they weren't, I'm, like, you guys are in Australia, I, like, sat them down, and I was, like, spitting wisdom to them. <laughs> it's like, I was like, guys, Oktoberfest will always be there. You're in Australia. You need to, like, be present, live in the moment, and, like, appreciate where you are because half of those friends will never get here. And they were like, yeah, you're right. That's <laughs> so true, though. I was so proud of and myself. And that's just, like, the point of what social media does to you because their mm-hmm. friends are posting from Oktoberfest, yeah. but then they're jealous of the girls that are posting from Australia. Exactly. And so. I said to them, I was like, guys, I was at Oktoberfest when I was your age, and now I'm here. I was like, like life doesn't stop after college. You can do it whenever you, you want. You can do it. But, um, so at Rainbow Beach, we had a great time. Uh, we... Like we said, that was our stopping point right before we were going to go to Fraser Island. And at that point, when we got there, before we went out for the night, we got put into an hour and a half safety oh briefing on our weekend camping in Fraser Island. And it was, I don't think either of us knew what we were getting ourselves into. No. Definitely not you, because I'm the one who booked it once again. <laughs> Thank you, my travel agent, Kira. But we're put into these random groups, so we don't know anyone with us. There's about 30 people in this safety briefing, and they're going on and on about this, the, the safety because there's no service there at all, no cell reception. So, like, if you're in trouble, you're kind of screwed, so you have to be really, really careful. And there's wild dingoes, and if you guys don't, don't know what dingoes are... They look like cute dogs, except they're like wolves, and they will eat you and attack you, yeah. and they get worse as they get older. So they are really scary, and there's tons of them. So I was genuinely concerned that Megan was going to be like, Kira, like, I'm sorry, I'm just, I really don't have any interest in doing this, and I wasn't like going by myself. <laughs> yeah, they went on about like the dingoes, the snakes, and then beyond that, we get grouped with these random strangers mm-hmm. that we then find out are going to drive us around for the weekend yeah, in a 4 by 4 and it's only uh, a manual, like, stick shift car, so we don't know how to drive that. We mm-hmm. can't drive for ourselves, which we were totally fine with. But we're like, okay, now we're putting our lives in these random people's hands. Like, take care of us. Um, but So it turns out we get grouped with a group of five French guys. Who three speak little to no English. Yes. Two had, like, very good English, and three of them had, like, horrible English. Um but so three of them were ski instructors um, in the French Alps, and they were doing uh, their winter here in Australia, uh, teaching Australia Australian kids how to ski. And then other two were just friends traveling, and then one German girl. So at mm-hmm. one point in the car, it was like oh, yeah. three different languages at once, which was hysterical. We were a little nervous because of the whole language barrier at first, but we ended up having the best time in our car. And yeah, at one point... Um, we put the Lion King on because you requested this. We yeah, because we were driving through the jungle. Yeah, we were through the jungle. <laughs> and like, all right, Hakuna Matata. Also so love our... the Lion King, just side note. <laughs> yeah, plug for Lion King. <laughs> so our friend Illy, um, shout out to Illy, Oops, hopefully she's listening, um, she put on Hakuna Matata, and she's from Germany, and so we realized like a minute in that it's the German version, so she's singing the German version. I'm like, I don't care. I'm gonna sing the English version. Yeah. And the guy next to me was singing the French version. So it was three hysterical, of us, like, though. three languages, one song. 
Um, but we had so much fun with them in Fraser Island. Um, I celebrated my birthday there, which was really funny because it was the first day, and they were all singing happy birthday to me, like, happy birthday, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I didn't know my name. I was like, this is nice. <laughs> Celebrating with the people I love. <laughs> um, you should just say how the French people pronounced your name. <laughs> uh, Chiara. Chiara. I think they, like, they like, chose not to say my name a lot because I don't think they yeah, realized they d- it. Yeah, they knew it was wrong. Yeah. But um, anyway, if you have a chance to go to Fraser Island, could not recommend it more. Um, 100% it's a beautiful island with freshwater lakes. Um, and even though you're camping, it's still a blast. You can glamp, but um, I think you should go for the real experience where you camp. So originally, we had actually planned to do like the nicer version of camping, mm-hmm. and we got canceled. And I was kind of like, okay, whatever, we're going to just do it. Yeah. It'll be fine. We're just not campers. Um, and it was like the best experience. Mm -hmm. I would totally recommend it. I would actually say to camp, don't do those fancy things because like they're not fancy. They're not fancy. It's not worth it. And it was so fun. It was so much fun. And they give you, um, you pay for like everything. You bring your own alcohol, which we'll talk about in a second, but they give you food and you cook it as like together. So like you choose people who cook and then some people do the dishes and it's like a whole like it's a very big bonding experience like all of our friends that we have and some of we're meeting them tonight we all know them from like that weekend and also like not having cell service was such a positive thing in the end because you are so present that you're not worried Mm -hmm. about who is posting on instagram what friend is texting you if your mom is trying to call you yeah Um, especially it was my birthday and i didn't have cell service which is a very weird day to not be in touch with people but it was still really really nice yeah so definitely recommend it and we were definitely known as those americans that were lazy because we did not participate in the kitchen well you told me on my birthday like it's your birthday sit down you're not standing up for me so we just look like assholes i'm sitting right next to her drinking some She's like, it's your birthday. i'm like it's not yours <laughs> yeah so goon no we did step up the next day so yeah um once but no, maybe it's not a little bit worse. Um, we tried Goon, which is like the backpacker drink, and it's basically boxed wine, Franzia, but worse. Worse. It smells so it's bad. It's awful. We drank a lot of it. It was so bad. We'll drink more this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we just had to do it. And then, last thing about Fraser Island that I think is important to note is that it has a ton of Aboriginal people oh, that yeah. live on the island still, and they live in the campsite. So they came in and like said hi to us. It was so cool. Except one person was really rude to someone else later on. There was a bit of a fight with a dingo stick. Yeah. (laughs) But that was bad. Um, Like, the rangers on the island are Aboriginal people, and, like, we have to respect their land. It's Mm -hmm. theirs. And I think we did a good job. The tours that take you out are very conscientious of that. Mm -hmm. They don't, like, want to – they have very good relationships with um, them. So it was was nice to see just different – uh, different culture. It was really, really And cool. to learn a little bit about Australia's history in that way. Yeah, and to meet them. Um, I think that one funny thing was uh, the wildlife that we saw there. So we like to talk about how when's the last time we saw a spider because telling our friends that we were coming to Australia, they all said, like, the spiders are so crazy there. So we saw our first And we were so, like, happy with ourselves in Sydney. Like, I mean, yeah. we haven't even seen a spider. In the cities, you don't see it. But now we were camping. We saw our first big spider. It was fine. Um, the dingoes, though, real threat there. Like, that was oh insane. 
Um, so the campsite that we were staying in was fenced in so that no dingoes could get in. And you had to, like, be very um, aware that you have to, like, close the gate. And there's an electric fence. That, there's like, an electric fence. You have to be really careful. You don't walk on. Yeah. Um, but, but so sorry, it's an electric, like, walkway. That's yeah. why I said walk on. <laughs> but so at nighttime, we go out to the beach to see the stars. And, you know, you're all drinking, having your goon, having a great time. And all of a sudden, in the dark, a dingo is next to you. And they give you these little dingo bats that is just basically plastic. And so one girl is there saying that um, the dingo's right next to us. At nighttime, and it was super dark. But we can't see anything. We're only looking at the stars, which were unreal. And the next thing you know, we're like, no, she's making it up. Dingo's around us. We're, like, all hitting the ground, like, <laughs> trying to scare the dingo And away. you're supposed to, like, stand back to back so you have a view of everywhere. And I'm like, this is terrifying. Our tour guide isn't around at nighttime. It's, like, just us. Just us. Hence the safety briefing for an hour and a half. Yeah. But it was so scary. And then we woke up for... Well, we were okay. We survived. Then we woke up for the sunrise the next day. And three dingoes surrounded us yeah. in the same area. And that was kind of scary because it was, uh, like, it definitely was a mother and then, like, a baby dingo. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think the babies are the ones that don't know. So they come up thinking, because it's, like, half dog, half wolf, so they think they're playing with you. But it just is, like, very scary. But I'm proud of myself because I am so scared of animals and I was very calm. I think I was more calm than Kira, so I don't know what happened to me, but I'm a changed woman. (laughs) And it really is. Like, I mean, I... I said it before, they look like cute dogs, but they're not. And I was just thinking, how is Megan so calm? Because she's afraid of my dog, Daisy, at home, who's like the nicest dog in the world. So, I mean, good for you. You're growing, Meg. Thank you. So, um, we're just going to now bring it all back in. We're here in Airly Beach now. Airly Beach. Airly Beach. I'm already saying it wrong. <laughs> I've corrected you 19 times today. There's a lot of corrections that go down with the <laughs> naming cities here. Um, and so, our plan is to get on a boat tomorrow. We're on a boat for two nights in the Whit Sundays, and actually, it's funny. It's people that we met on the last tour on the boat with us, so mm-hmm. this will be a good weekend for us. Hopefully, we'll meet more friends. Yeah, our Frenchies are with us. Yeah, we're hanging out with a bunch of French people tonight, which is just funny because uh, who knew? Yeah, yeah, we make that kind of friends. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing about the Whit Sundays is we're gonna be um going to the Great Barrier Reef. Megan's gonna go scuba diving. I am not <laughs> um, one because you it didn't have a place for me, and two, I don't know how I feel about it. But um, all right, Meg, we kind of went through it a little bit, but let's go through our highs and lows. Okay, so my high in life, um, which in I life, didn't always. know until now, was whale watching, and it wasn't just on that whale watching experience. It was also on Fraser Island. We saw a whale breach. Which, Carrie, you want to tell everyone what that is? Oh, yeah, we learned so much. Um, whale breaching is when it really, like, actually pops out of the water, like, the whole thing, and then falls back in. Not, um, I don't remember what it's called, when their fins come out, and they, like, and their tail comes out. It's a different thing. Yeah. Um, but the, we didn't see the whale breaching in... Nuts. <laughs> in, it was SeaWorld, but it wasn't real SeaWorld. <laughs> I just feel like we're going to be, like, blacklisted, literally, like, blackfish because of it. But it was a different SeaWorld, um, not affiliated not with affiliated. the Orlando one. Um, we didn't see that with the SeaWorld ferry, but we did see it in the wild when we were in um, Fraser Island. But let me just say, also, the SeaWorld ferry was in the wild. There was no whales in captivity. No whales were harmed in the making of oh, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Kira, what was your high? Um, my high was a moment during the weekend in Fraser Island. So again, um, we drive four by fours and the whole, there's no roads, there's just beach. So you're driving through the beach 
and there are some points where you can get stuck in the sand. So one car behind us got stuck. So a few other cars were stuck behind them. And so we were the only car that kind of got out and we had to just wait for them in um, like probably like 200 feet away. So we're kind of on our own, left to our own devices for like 15, 20 minutes. So we decided to have a dance party around the car. And um, I played the song September and uh, my friends and I have a really fun dance to that. So I decided to teach everyone in the car the Frenchies, the Germans, Megan, everyone, the dance. We're gonna in post the video of us dancing because it is so fun. Oh my god, we're like facing the ocean. It's kind of like golden hour. We're blasting September from the car. Also, Everyone's doing it. Dead sober. Dead sober. Like really, we didn't drink that much this weekend, but like of course people are driving, so we're all sober. Oh my god, it was just so much fun. It was one of those experiences that you're kind of like, what am I doing right mm -hmm. now? And I'm having a blast. Like, how did I get here? Yeah. But I was having so much fun. And yeah, one of the guys got it on video, so we'll post that. But that was definitely my high. Um, and your low? Oh, um, I wanted to drive the 4x4 yeah. cars, but I couldn't because you have to drive manual and you have to be able to drive manual for a year. And my only experience with driving stick is um, my dad tried to teach me and I broke the car. So it wasn't in the stars for me. So that was kind of a low. But you still have some time here. You might get it eventually. We'll see. You never know. Um, I think my low for the week was probably that uh, when we were in Noosa, we just kind of went to bed and didn't take advantage of that town. Um, now that we're into the backpacking, into the hostel life, know how to make friends. Um, we know definitely. How. <laughs> But it definitely does take some time. Like, you're not comfortable mm -hmm. at first. So, uh, low is that we didn't take advantage of that uh, town enough. I would love to go back, and I think we would have been better at it now. Our friends that are traveling the opposite way of us that we just met this weekend, we saw them last night, and, like, everything they were doing there last night, they were sending us videos, and it looks like it was a blast. So, yeah. I think going forward now, we're going to try to take advantage um, of everything that we can. I know, and what's crazy about it is, um, so many people we've met are actually traveling on their own. Yeah, and so like and we're they're like, like eighteen two girls who quit their job. We're actually, like, we have like nineteen-year-olds quit their yeah. well, graduated high school, moved to Australia on their own, and they are like totally fine. Yeah, not homesick, loving life. So we need to grow up. <laughs> I know, seriously, we're like, oh, we're socially awkward. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so our highs and lows. Megan already mentioned it's been two days since our last spider. Um, let it be longer for next time. Um, we also have a new segment called Travel Nightmares, which we'd love to hear from everyone about your travel nightmares because stories are just more interesting when there's a funny problem in it. When I'm teaching my kids how to write a story, I tell them to have a problem always because that makes it more interesting. So our tr first travel nightmare we're going to share was submitted by Liz Smith of Brooklyn, New York. Oh, some of you might know her. <laughs> Liz shared with us that she had to share an eight- bed hostel room in Morocco with a family of seven Oof. and three kids were under five. Oh my god so <laughs> that sounds rough thank you so much Liz for submitting that um we would you, love though for people to submit their own yes, stories if you have a travel nightmare that you have um experienced please dm our podcast at us down under pod on instagram or email at not at us on pod at gmail.com also if you have any questions comments or suggestions for the podcast please email or dm us we would love to hear from you once again we don't know what we're doing yeah. so 
we love the suggestions that we got last week because it was our first time doing it Mm -hmm. and we've re-recorded a few times since so hopefully we're getting better but we are not pros so please send us anything that you think like don't like we love to hear it all exactly um and please if you are listening on itunes rate review subscribe shout out to people who screenshotted listening to the podcast on instagram their story that is the best way to share it so thank you so much we really really appreciate the support um and anything else meg nope i think that's it for this week hopefully we'll have some more fun stories for you next week yeah god help us on this boat for the next three days so we'll see what happens um all right from all of us down under good day